0: What's up, everybody? And thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or loved one or someone who will benefit from from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. All right, and welcome back to another episode. So today is going to be a pretty straightforward episode. I want to give you this list of things that successful people do that the majority of unsuccessful people don't do. So grab a pen and a pad, your phone or whatever, be sure to take a mental note of these and also practice these. Like I say all the time, this podcast ain't the kind of podcast where I talk to you from this perspective of I got it all figured out. So do as I say, if you want to be successful like me. No, it's not that kind of podcast. I'm in this with you. So the things I talk about on here, I'm doing them as well and striving for growth right with you. So let's just dive in. Here we go. Number one. And I talk about this one a lot, but focus on being productive, not being busy. There's a big difference, a big difference between being productive and being busy. And a lot of times we get them confused. A lot of times we spend hours being busy and not productive, just doing things, just checking things off a list. And one of the things I've learned Or one of the concepts I've learned and have been practicing is making sure that you do the needle moving activities. I heard Ed Milet speak to a class of entrepreneurs, young business owners looking to grow. And he asked them, so when you're doing your work and focusing on growth, ask yourself this question. Is what I'm doing $10 per hour work or $10,000 per hour work? So let's break that down for a second. Because none of us, or at least I don't think any of you listening to me right now is a millionaire and have made $10,000 an hour. But what he meant is and how he broke it down was this. When you're working on something, a goal, a business, a hobby, your career, your relationship, think about the work you're putting in. Is it actionable items that will actually move the needle forward? Are they things that will give you progress? For example, are you doing research on learning how to make t-shirts so you can sell them online are you studying how to do it so when you when the time comes to make the t-shirts you have everything down and perfect because you want to make sure that whatever this shirt is going to be whatever shirt you put out there will be the best possible or are you going out buying the machine and the equipment and practicing and messing up and getting better and getting feedback and implementing that feedback and growing as this t-shirt maker see the difference? Yes, research is important, but it's not actually getting you closer to your goal. Hell, you can research for two years and not make a single T-shirt and you still be in the same place as you were two years ago, not having made a shirt. Or you can take that action. That quote unquote, ten thousand dollars an hour action and get that experience in is what you're doing, actually getting you closer to your goals. Another example, and I'm definitely to get to this. It's how we make and execute our to do list. And the thing I used to do is I will make this big ass list and try to get as much done as possible. And I will go and check off all the easiest things first. Or I will fill up my list with things that don't actually get me closer to my goal. For example, one of my goals is to grow this podcast. So, yes, while my laundry needs to be done and while I definitely need to go grocery shopping and I really do need to pay my light bill. None of those things are going to help me grow my podcast. All of that is busy work, not things that will help me grow. So I make a to do list every day and I refer to mine as a daily plan and my plan on the things I need to do to move the needle forward. And most importantly, the most important things I need to get done, those things that you have to do no matter what. And one of the ways the most successful people make their list is they write out all the things that need to be done and they rank the top three and they do the most important thing on that list and they don't do anything else until that number one thing is done. Then they move on to the next one and they focus on that thing and don't do nothing else until that second thing is done and so on and so on. That is how you will be really productive, getting those top priority things done. So. Let me move on because I could talk about this first one all day because it really is an important one and one of the most important things that has worked for me with my growth. But that's number one, focusing on being productive, not busy. And number two, taking care of your body. And I'm not just saying this because I do fitness, but it's a really important one, especially if you're in a season where you're on a grind and you're putting in 15 hours of work a day, 15 hours a day at work. And you got to get up early. You got to be extremely focused to pull off whatever that thing that's really important to you. Your health is important. Your sleep. And I'm leading with that one because that's one I struggle with too. getting a good amount of sleep. Your body and your mind work so much better when you get good sleep that you're supposed to be getting. And I know that depending on what you may have going on in life, you may not be able to get seven and a half, eight hours a night, but it's way too important to neglect it. So do you need to look at how you can move things around to get that sleep? Because eventually your body will shut down and you'll be forced to get it. But let's move on. What about the things you eat? You have to be aware of what you're putting in your body because it's either fueling you or taking your energy. That big meal you have for lunch and you know what meal I'm talking about when you eat a lot because it's so damn good. Now, a little bit later, you're sluggish, you're tired. And what good is that if you're trying to be productive to get a lot of things done? That's not going to help you. Also, what did you eat? That's really important. Also, are you drinking enough water? You have to pay attention to your body. That's number two. The third thing is waking up earlier. Getting up earlier is 100 percent important, especially if you're a person who has kids. And even if you don't getting up when it's quiet, the world hasn't started making its way into your day. The house is quiet. You have time for you. And I'm not talking about waking up early. Just so you can go immediately, immediately to your emails. I'm talking about waking up early so you can have your you time, time to meditate or pray like I do time to journal, time to plan out your day, time to read. The average CEO reads 60 books a year. And when do they have time for that? For a lot of them, it's early in the morning. How many books did you read this year? I personally am too embarrassed to say the number that I'm at right now. But think about that. Those are the most busy people in the world and they still find time to read. But waking up early, you can focus on yourself, on getting ready for the day, on your daily routine, then attack the day. That's number three. Number four, develop a great network. And we all know this concept. We all know the concept of all of these, really. But the thing about building your network that doesn't get talked about a lot is not only the fact that you need people around you that will add to your life that you can learn from and count on. And having a network of people that will help you grow, but also getting rid of the people that hold you back. The bad apples, the negativity, your network, your inner circle, the people you're around the most, as well as your business network. They either propel you forward or they hold you back and getting rid of them. is not what I mean to say. I'm not telling you to never see this person again. But if somebody is on your side, be aware. Are they a person who's trying to help you succeed? Are they a person who motivates you? Are they people around you who inspire you to be better, who wants the best for you, who celebrate your success, who drive you to get the best out of yourself? So look around and ask yourself. Look around and ask yourself, are these people supporting your journey and what you're running towards or are they a parachute holding you back? Develop that great network. And this don't happen overnight. It'll take years. But start now, especially if you're in a new environment, if you just moved or starting a new job. Build that network. That's number four. Number five is to see failure as a stepping stone. Failure is not final until you give up. I'm going to say that again. Failure is not final until you give up. It's a function. It's something that happens and something you can learn from and get better. And you better believe that the most successful people in the world, they fail. They fail several times. They fail businesses. They fail at investments, fail at concepts at launching new products or new directions they want to go in their buildings, in their, I'm sorry, in their businesses. Google somebody who is a mogul or a CEO or entrepreneur. I guarantee you'll find stories on how all of them have failed some way or another. They fail before they become successful and they fail while they're successful. Failure is a stepping stone. Hell, it's a rite of passage. And how arrogant of a person are you to think that you're perfect enough to never fail? Don't allow that to be something that holds you back setbacks happen you're gonna stumble you're gonna fuck up you're gonna fuck up small you're gonna fuck up big you have to see it as the universe or god or whatever you believe in telling you to change some things up or as it guiding you to a better path a stepping stone and that's number five You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at DariusDotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. And number six and one I've been working on is saying no. We've all heard it before, but there is power in saying no. Whatever you're working towards, whatever you're building, you have a limited amount of time and we got to learn. And I'm saying we because I'm really working on this and slowly getting better because this is the least amount of time that I've ever had in my life. But we got to learn to start saying no to things, to look at things and ask yourself, does this thing support me in my journey and what I'm trying to build in my life? Is this in line with where I'm trying to go? And also, is this taking unnecessary time away from what I'm trying to get accomplished? And this could be anything. Other business opportunities. Do you suffer from SOS? Shiny object syndrome. That's a tongue twister for me. Shiny. (laughs) That's a real tongue twister. Shiny object syndrome. Because there's a million ways to make money. Do you jump from one idea to another? And not just money, but careers, diets, friends, daily routines, whatever. Are you saying yes to everything? Are you stretched too thin because you said yes to too many things? That's why I struggle. Another big one is people trying to steal your time. How many times have you you been working on something and people call you or ask you for your time? Can you do this for me? Can you do that real quick? Do you allow yourself to walk away from the things you're working on? Do you allow yourself when you set that time aside to tend to somebody else who asks you for something or who wants to talk or who pops up at your house? Now, I'm not saying to be an asshole and ignore people. But what I'm saying is be smart and learn how to say no. Like, nah, bro, I can't run you to the store right now. I have to get this thing done. No, mom, I can't get your laundry. I need this time right now to work on this project. I can do it later. Don't be a yes person. You can still help people, but be aware of when you say yes and when you say no. And successful people are really good at this because they have a lot of things going on in the day to day and they know they only have a limited, a limited amount of time for everything. So they say no in some way or another. Don't let things steal your time. Get better at saying no. Say no to those things that don't line up with where you're trying to go. That's number six. Number seven is constantly learning. The most successful people are constantly wanting to learn. The one thing they are not is somebody who feels like they have it all figured out. They are not a know-it-all. If you think about it, think about most of the successful people you've met compared to the most unsuccessful people. Which ones are the know-it-alls? The unsuccessful ones. The most successful people want to be sponges. They're trying to improve things about their life and constantly finding things they can become better at. And one of the things I'm going to try, and I heard someone mention this, is that some of the most successful people carry a journal around with them. It doesn't have to be a full size journal, a pocket size one is good enough. And they carry this journal around with them. And whenever they come across some information that they're not sure of, something they don't know, if they don't have time to look it up right then and there, they take a note of what that thing is and they come back to it later. Again, they want to learn as much as possible and that kind of thing is right up my alley. And really, right up almost everybody's alley. We live in the era of Googling. There's literally an endless amount of information at our fingertips. And I already got my little pocket journal and I'm really going to do this. And so most successful people, the most successful people, they don't try and act like the smartest person in the room. They want to learn and grow. And that's number 7, constant learning. Number 8, they set goals. You have To set goals. And I've talked about this in the past, but there was a study done of Harvard graduates back in the 70s, and they found out that only 3% of them wrote down their goals. They wrote them out, right? 3% wrote down their goals, not only 3% that had goals, but they put pen and pad and wrote them out. And they followed up with them 10 years later, and they found that those 3% were more successful than all of the other 97% combined more successful than all of them combined. Think about that and ask yourself, do you think it's important to figure out what your goals are and write them down? Hell to the yes. By writing it down, it becomes real. It's not just in your head. You can look at it. It's out there in the universe now. And the thing I say all the time is if there's something going on in your head, you got to put that thing down on paper. When it's in your head, it's harder to figure out because it's abstract. It's only thoughts. Putting it on paper lets you start to be able to make a plan much easier. You can see it. You can break it down. So if you're not setting your goals and writing them down and giving them deadlines and a specific quantitative or qualitative measurement of what you want it to be, then you're probably not setting your goals correctly. You got to set goals and figure out where you're trying to go in life. So that's number eight. Write them goals down. Nine. Nine is also important. Nine is they make decisions and execute quickly. You can't sit around and think about it all day, all week, all month. They make decisions very fast and they also change their decisions very slowly. One of the biggest flaws is a person. One of the biggest flaws a person can have when it comes to getting to the success they want is if they're being indecisive. Is this what I want? Is this thing right? No, I think I should do this. No, that was dumb. Let me start. Let me start over. Should I be doing something different? Am I in the right industry? One of the things I learned uh, is that the most successful people, once they make a decision, they act on it quickly. They're locked on and they don't change quickly. If you're an indecisive person, it's a big chance. It's probably holding you back. You got to make a decision. Choose what that thing needs to be and get up and take action. You got to train that muscle, that action taking muscle to just get up and go, get up and go. You have to literally train it like it's a muscle, because if you're not used to that, it won't come easily. Make that decision. Get the hell up and execute it quickly. No reason to sit around thinking about things. Thinking won't get you any closer to your goals. You can't think your way to success. Yes, The law of attraction is a real thing, but action also needs to be applied. So that's nine. Make a decision and act on it quickly. Number 10, the final one. Successful people consistently push their boundaries. They never let themselves get comfortable. They push their boundaries past what they see possible. And I'm not talking about you being a person that may be afraid of bungee jumping and you step outside your comfort zone and go bungee jumping. Yes, stepping outside your comfort zone. It's something that we need to do. We should be doing all the time. But I mean, they have a very good idea of where their comfort zone is. And when it comes to the things they need for their goals, they always push a little bit past it, a little bit past it, a little bit past it. They take on a little bit more. They go for 30 more minutes and not just work ethic. But when they feel fear, they do it anyway. They feel that fear, that thing that wants to keep them in their comfort zone and they do it anyway. And that comes to their business their communication, their learning curve. A lot of people may think that successful people don't have fear. And that's just not the truth. We hear the phrase all the time. Oh, he's our fearless leader. Nope. That's not true. The most successful people feel fear all the time. But at the same time, they don't let it hold them back. They understand that fear is just another boundary that's trying to hold them back. And if they push past that fear, then they're growing. They're making their comfort zone that much bigger, allowing them to do that much more. So they constantly test their boundaries with what they're comfortable with and try and push past it. We have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Cliche, but true. That's a major key in finding success. If your comfort zone in your comfort zone, you never get more than what you already have because your comfort zone got you what you already have. So that's number 10. Push your boundaries. Step outside that comfort zone. So those are the 10 keys of the most successful people. 10 of the things that are common with them that they that they all focus on. So let's recap. Number 1, they focus on being productive, not busy. Number 2, they take care of themselves, they take care of their body. Number 3, they wake up earlier. 4, they build a great network. 5, they see failure as a stepping stone. 6, they say the word no. Number 7, they learn constantly. 8, they set goals and write them down. Nine, they make decisions and execute them quickly. And number 10, they constantly push their boundaries. So that's what I got for you today. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody, somebody that can benefit from this, somebody who was a friend or a family member, somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.